kind of looks a lot like homework. Everywhere you go, there's a notebook in my backpack. That's it. Oh, that's the end of the song? Well, we, we only got so much time. Oh, we have an hour plus. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Homework with Friends. Homework with Buddies. Buddies, it's uh, the podcast where you come for the homework. Stay for the buddies. I'm Logan. I'm Dalton. You're going with this new buddies thing. I'm kidding. It's friends. Ah, there we go. I didn't know if you were doing a last minute rebrand on us. <laughs> Backpacks with buddies. Backpacks and buddies. Hey, if we had a charity, maybe that's what we would call it. Maybe. Backpacks for buddies. These dummies make us rich someday. Yeah, well, they definitely will. I, and I guess we have an update on the T-Box fundraiser. T-Box fundraiser. What about it? All right. I need a drum roll. See if uh, we raise the funds to send Logan a T-Box. I'm checking the polls right now. And uh, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we had one donor. Turns out around this time of year, you guys get a little scroogey out there. Yeah, people got to buy gifts for their family. I don't stuff. blame you. And here's the other plot twist before we name our illustrious donor who we're very yeah. thankful for. Yes. Uh, I, I, I can't go anyway. I have to work. Yeah. <laughs> so we will need to send that money back yeah. to that donor. So we're not going to have a special T-Box related episode. Maybe we'll grab some uh, special content from our various parties, whatever we're doing. I mean, Dalton's still going to T-Box. I'm going to T-Box. Um, so I guess I could do some interviews. Yeah, we can do some man in the street kind of I would, stuff. But, I wouldn't uh, count on it, guys. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be a little not, nervous. I'm not super reliable. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I do want to give a shout out to Mr. Drew Porter. Drew Porter. Drew, you sent us... Some moolah. Yeah. And uh, here's what we'll do. Send it back. My Shoot us an email, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send it back if you want because it's not going to its intended cause. Or you have the option you can either uh, have us donate it to charity in your name. Yes. Or or we can just call it a drink. Call it a drink. And you need to sponsor some drinks for a few. It's up to you, Drew. So this one's directly to you, Drew. <laughs> Executive producer, Drew Porter. Thank you very much. Uh, you know what I, you know what I did today? What? I did the Dunn's Punishment. Oh, you yeah. got around to it. Got around to it today. Day uh, late and dollar short is what they say. That's what I say, because this episode is coming out a day late. Yes. Um, but if you're listening sometime in the future, you're not going to know that. That they do. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> you tweeted it. I did, well, <laughs> I tweet, I tweeted that for our current listeners, but what if someone's going back through the archives right now? What oh, if someone, yeah. You know, we, we occasionally get new friends. I forget we're always talking to them. Yeah, to the to the to the past people, people yeah. in the past. So uh, yeah, I did, I did it, and it was nice. I have one, <laughs> I have one or two responses so far. Two responses uh, to did it. Did you do it through email or, or Twitter? Did it through email. Okay. Um, because all of our super fans have emailed us, and if you did not receive the email and you are a super fan, I am. Thoroughly sorry. <laughs> I, I think I got everyone. Well, maybe they just were are a super fan and did never emailed us. And, and that was the thing. I, there's, yeah. yeah, yeah, mainly. And then I put both our moms on it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, we got a nice response from Superfan Annette yeah. saying, thanks for uh, thanks for always making me laugh, which was nice. That's nice. And then we got a response from uh, Superfan Robbie. Robbie. Who said, uh, not listening until we have a more regular schedule. <laughs> <laughs> that is acceptable. Hey, once a week's pretty good. Hey man, I guess yeah. If it come at least as as long as it's coming out once a week, that's regular. I have a co- I follow a couple podcasts. They switch some days here and there. Yeah, yeah. Get about it. But speaking of emails, we do have an old email in the can. I want to address. Hold. I mean, it was a couple weeks ago, yeah. two or three weeks ago. Delete it. I'm not going to email it. Read the whole thing. Okay, but it's from Superfan Kaylee. Thank you, Superfan. Kaylee Thank out you, there. Kaylee. She emailed us a little bit before Thanksgiving, and she wanted to know what our holiday traditions were. Holiday traditions. Any of we have any special holiday traditions? So I decided to save until a little bit closer to the Christmas times. We're talking. So I guess we're going specifically Christmas now. I'm thinking. I here's my deal. I think of the holidays is Christmas. Oh. I think people consider the holiday season Thanksgiving to Christmas. Yeah, if you think Thanksgiving, maybe Thanksgiving and New Year. Get out of here with the Thanksgiving stuff. It's a holiday. So, uh, you got any holiday traditions? Uh, I like with family. Uh, I have some, some, I always watch the same cycle of Christmas movies. Ooh, what's the list? Uh, I watch Christmas Vacation. It's one of my faves. 
I watch Love Actually, The Holiday. Ooh. Usually Die Hard. Ooh. And Harold and Kumar Christmas. Uh, and I pepper some other ones in there if I see something pop up. I'll watch The Grinch. And, uh, oh, and Elf. Elf. Ooh, Elf is a good yeah. one, man. People like that Elf. Yeah, I don't go for some of the some of the classics. What are the true classics for you? The It's a Wonderful Life, Miracle on Thirty mm. Fourth Street. Mm. All bum me out. I think I did. My fa- my family got rid of the old going to church on Christmas Eve yeah. thing, and we we went ahead and did just watch a movie. Seems like better family bonding time. I know it's a lot better. You can talk and stuff. I I know you can just actually hang out. Yeah, <laughs> you don't enjoy. have to go to a, a place you don't necessarily want to be. Enjoy each other's presence. I think there's a lot of families who started doing that. If you're religious, nothing against you out there for going. But here's my thing: if you're going twice a year, you really gotta go. Don't even go. Don't go. What's, they know what you're doing. What's the other one? Easter. Easter's the other one. Yeah, they yeah. call them creasters. Creasters. Ah, you're showing. I mean, if you need it and you want to celebrate, maybe it's a tradition yourself. But if you got, if you feel guilty for not going, stay home and watch a movie. You're gonna love it. Christmas Eve and uh, Easter got to be like, like Black Friday for the church. You know, they got to. Oh my God! I probably, have they... to <laughs> out, probably have to throw out. Probably have to throw out extra pews. They got to like, make sure all the hymnals are yeah, there. Yeah, they're like, oh, we got to dig out the old hymnals. You know these. These twice a years are coming tonight. We're trying to get it's an all you can save buffet. Yeah, <laughs> everything's discounted. Do you ever do the Christmas Easter ones? No. Oh, really? Never. Nah, we never. We didn't really go to church. Hey, look at you. Didn't do it. An enlightened foot. Uh, <laughs> I might have. I may have done it in high school with like friends. Well, were you part of a youth group? Yeah, I don't know if I went <laughs> to those. Are you things. part of a youth group? Because <laughs> I mean, you know, I would just abstain for stuff I didn't want to do. <laughs> Like, I mean, like church on Sundays? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like... I'm still a believer, guys. I think some of the holiday ones, I was just like, my family wasn't going, so why would I go? Uh-huh. You know? For a youth group and stuff like that, it was more free reign. Like my, It didn't matter if my family was going or not. Yeah. But I guess that's all I got. So you watch movies? Watch movies. Uh, that's it. Playing snow. Do you guys have any, like... There was snow. <laughs> it's the solid tradition yeah. of playing in snow. There was snow out. I'm playing some snow. <laughs> I don't have, have a lot. Do you have a hilliard bomb with the guys? Like sledding? Yeah. Yeah, there's a place called Towner's Woods. Ooh. They had a big, big couple big hills. People got messed up on them. Ooh. Did you ever get messed up? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm boring. Yeah, man, you got some cool holiday traditions. I don't have a lot. We, I, holidays, candy weren't, canes? holidays weren't a super big deal in my house. Uh, yeah, I do know you mentioned saying yeah, that. So. I yeah, don't I have mean, a ton of that stuff. I mean, we would do the dinner. We would put up a tree and stuff. Usually on Thanksgiving, we'd put up the tree mm-hmm. after all the food and stuff like that. Uh, right on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Whoa. Or maybe day after, I don't know. Huh. Somewhere it was very cl- very soon around Thanksgiving. But yeah, this just wasn't. My parents were usually working a lot, so they would work on holidays a lot of the uh-huh, time, yeah. and I would just hang out. Mm. Sometimes I would go to friends' houses mm. on yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh wow! I've been over to friends' houses on Christmas Day. I always just feels, for like a couple hours. It feels strange to be anywhere but your house on Christmas Day sometimes. A little bit, but one of my best friends from high school, his name was Johnny. Name drop Johnny yeah. over here. Uh, he's Mormon. Oh, yeah. And so they didn't do a ton for holidays either. So it became a tradition to go over to Superfan Brett's house. Ooh. Oh, uh, my God. I forgot not, Brett. Not a long time. What did you do? On the email. Ah, oh, you son of a Oh, bitch. I'm so sorry, Brett. We haven't heard from you in a little while. <laughs> Oh, you buy a t-shirt? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. You post about us, Brett. I'm so sorry. I love you. Um, I forgot about some people, I'm sure. I'm, hey, if I forgot about you, keep keep listening. Let me know. Yeah. Maybe the email's coming in the form of a handwritten letter. Maybe. That's why it's taking so long. Yes. Yeah, that's it. we have all of your addresses. Oh, boy. It went um, to your spam folder if you didn't get it. Our podcast server tracks exactly where you are when you listen to this oh, podcast yeah, so we know where you guys are all it's at at all pretty times. dangerous to listen to us yes you shouldn't uh, for more but, reasons than that but but we did go to <laughs> we went to Superfan brett's house for a couple holidays nice. i think it, christmas was definitely one one christmas was was one of them uh 
I don't uh, I don't remember what the other ones were. I one have... one Christmas was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there might have been like a Thanksgiving in there, and oh, uh, just for the holidays in general. Yeah, mm. uh, but. We went there. I mean, we would snack on some of their food, me and Johnny. Yeah. And uh, hang out with them for like an hour or so. Try not to post too much. but Yeah, you don't to want to be them, like, yeah. Because it is a day for family. But uh, we get to go see all the, all the presents they got. <laughs> wow, you guys got really loaded up. <laughs> um, Good for you guys. But it was great. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, most, that's most of my holiday traditions. Nowadays, I try to go home for the holidays mm-hmm. sometimes they don't sometimes which you are do. this year so i that's am exciting. this year flying out on christmas eve if you guys want to track my flight <laughs> you might get a free drink you think they do that some wait, who are you using southwest some I, southwest i flew on the fourth of july for southwest uh-huh. and they gave us free cocktail well sorry mom guess who's gonna be loaded, loaded. <laughs> <laughs> when they get off the plane i remember i just a quick tangent about that because <laughs> it's a mildly funny story we were on a it was a work trip we were flying out to california for this conference that we mm-hmm. were putting on and uh this family was like tweaking out because they were in the emergency row and they didn't want to be there for whatever reason it was like a little girl and her mom so yeah. they shouldn't be in the emergency row anyway but they're like, we can't do this. We're not going to be able to help people. And so the flight attendant was like, would anybody be willing to trade seats? And just no one was listening to them mm-hmm. because it's a flight. And everybody has, had, yeah. has their headphones in and is in another world. And they come out and like, uh, we will offer unlimited free cocktails to whoever wants to take these two seats. That seems more dangerous than having a child. Then. I know. And then two of my coworkers like raise their hands meekly, like go like, We'll do it. <laughs> but the thing is, we had like kind of had shit to do once we got off the plane. Yeah. So they, and I don't think our bosses who were also on the same flight noticed what they were doing, but they they proceeded to get like tanked on the flight. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and then like I they landed, that. they landed and they're just all both like, cause it's a four hour flight. So they're it's just kind of like, woo, like <laughs> flying. And we were like, oh, I guess can you still help us unload shit? And they're like, yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> so I think they won the day, but it was a, I was like, damn, that's kind of cool. That is really cool. Here's a hot take. We don't need to talk about this very much. Mm-hmm. I always take the emergency exit seat. Get a little uh, extra room. Get a little extra leg room. I think I'm good in emergency, so I actually think I could help if yeah. something was happening. Yeah, you'd be great. And, uh, you know, I kind of like the responsibility. I, You feel like a smart guy. Yeah. Do you get little captain's wings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I like to for I don't I feel like I don't need the tray that much. No, I don't use the tray at all. Who needs that tray? Not me. I think you have to like forego. No, you have to make sure your bag is up in like the carry on space. What right? do you mean? I don't know. Eh, eh, you guys get I it usually out only there. have I only have one bag that I ever carry with me. Ditto, bro. I'm a one bagger. One. If you're a one bagger, tweet at us. Tweet at us. Let us know. Uh, uh, your holiday traditions <laughs> is next. Is. <laughs> that time. is on the agenda i don't want to run out of time for your holiday traditions i'm excited for this okay let's see let's see what we got i'm the time i'm the king of time these this guys you're all about time I know. we still got approximately a few minutes left <laughs> uh we say movie before uh christmas so christmas eve movie mm-hmm. that's the, what that day is, is it called. always different or the same one uh so before they started playing christmas story all the time yeah it was christmas story okay because we would just watch it once a year and it was 24 nice. hours is too much for christmas fuck story. off tbs i know like, put some new other stuff on like stop being cheap that stop acting sucks. like a tradition yeah it's like not fun you to bought watch. one movie for the day and then you just play it 24 it, hours it's i get physically ill when i see christmas story sometimes too just because when they, they first did the 24-hour marathon, if you don't know, which I'm assuming, you, I hope you know. Well, there's a lot of cord cutters out there, so maybe you don't. But TBS, like, what, 10 years ago started, like, showing a Christmas mm-hmm. story for 24 hours straight, which was really funny the first year. And we just kind of had it on the background like a fireplace or something. And then they just kept doing it. They never stopped. I, I want to say it extended all the way to Christmas Eve, too. And I just, like, if I see that movie or, like anything about it even like quotes from like you'll shoot your eye out and it's like oh my god we gotta get a new movie yeah they should switch up the movie they should do a different movie every year i'd be cool with that that'd be cool i do 24 hours of the grinch oh boy 
That'd be a lot of carry. Yeah, you can. That'd be a tough Grinch movie. Here. Did but, you guys do matching pajamas? Did you get? Were you a family that did that? Shit. Like, everybody yeah. gets pajamas on now, now Christmas Eve. Yeah. Now wow. we do. I don't know. Now my, you do it. My, adult? I feel like we got better traditions that would be. And not saying this in a bad way, but like we got traditions that would be better suited for like kids mm-hmm. older. Yeah. You're getting to enjoy them now, though. Like we, me and my brothers, still uh, buy each other like gifts. Uh, for Christmas, yeah, I, th- I want to say four or five years ago, we kind of—we are grown men, so we, I don't know why we had to convince our parents to let us do this because I would have been twenty-one. We were like, "We're going to open all our gifts on Christmas Eve from each other," and they're like, "Okay, you can't do it." Sure. Why are you guys here? <laughs> and then my mom was like, "All right, I got you pajamas. You want to wear these?" And we're like, "Yeah." We do. Obviously. Is that when you get the Joe Boxer stuff? Yeah, we always get the Joe Boxer <laughs> stuff. We got like Joe Boxer, we get pajama pants and we get like a thermal or like a Henley or something yeah. like that. And it was great. It's funny. You wear them all the next day. So mm-hmm. you're extra comfy. And so, yeah, so a tradition, me and my brothers will open up gifts from each other uh, the night before Christmas. And then Christmas Day, big, big brunch my dad makes. Yeah. Yeah. It was huge spread biscuits gravy pancakes oh that's a dream uh sausages chicken biscuits all these chicky chicky, chicky, chicky big, he makes these things called eggs erroneous which is like an egg cheese uh-huh. uh so he goes all out that's uh that's word on the street that's what people really get hyped for yeah and then i think a couple years we tried to make a, a boozy brunch oh uh it didn't work out definitely trying to do that this year for mine <laughs> <laughs> it was fun at first and then uh, i think the conversation got political at the, ah. at the dinner table and I'll say it. It got a little heated. I, I won't do it with family. I won't talk about it. I just avoid it. If somebody starts talking about politics, I just... It's tricky. Silently leave the room. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> just you, you, your stepdad, and your mom. Yeah. Just, He's like, I hey, just guys, walk away. I'm gone now. No, I don't say anything. Just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, th- I mean, this was only a couple years ago. But, yeah, maybe we'll bring back Boozy Brunch. All around the holidays. Nothing crazy. We didn't have like a day we sat down and did all the decorations or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like we had, um, I, I remember it would just happen. A lot of times you just show up and there'd be like a tree in the house. Yeah. And that was fun. That's nice. You one, didn't have to do any of the work. Yeah. Well, one time and hey, mom, sorry, but me and my brother got high and cut down the Christmas tree. You just like showed up with it? No. <laughs> We're like, I got a Christmas tree. No, they told us, like, you got to go get a Christmas tree. Yeah. And we're like, cool. And then my brother looked up a place you could get, ch- chop your own Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And then we smoked a little weed in the oh, car on the way over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was about seven. <laughs> 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 no, I think I was in college. I think it was probably like, yeah, that's normal. I think it was like 20. Yeah. 19 or fine. 20. Uh, we chopped down our own Christmas tree. It was pretty fun. That is pretty fun. And by the way, like, we were high. We weren't like, whoa, the trees are talking to us, man. It was more just like, yeah, let's yeah. cut down a tree. That's cool. This That's is cool. fun. That's cool. Let's have some fun doing yeah. this. Um, hmm. That's about all I got. Nice. Look at that. Look at that. Look at these little Christmas traditions we have. Little classic Christmas traditions. Very different, very similar, and in in all, all in one. And, hey, we want to hear about your Christmas traditions. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Send him an email. If you care to share. Oh, you know what? Let's tie it back into school real quick. What? Uh, before we get to the homework, winter break. You had school on Christmas? I didn't have no school on no Christmas, man. But, man, uh, I just want to say. Winter break coming how, up. How cool was winter break? Winter break was great. But what, shouldn't we say that for the winter break episode? We should save that for the winter break. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we did this. <laughs> Good point. Well, hey, there's no harm in getting straight to the homework. <laughs> Let's get straight to the homework. Let's get to it. So you are the head of the class. Okay. Which means a lot. Here, let me let me preface a lot of this, this homework. <laughs> so we had talked about not doing notes, but I'm going to use my notes, even if it docks me points, because I want to get them the most information as possible. And I have a lot. Okay. I could not commit all of this to memory. Okay. I would have had to spend the entire week. I don't have that kind of time. I agree. Um, and you know what? I'll keep my notes up too. Okay. Yeah. It's just it's just better. For, but we, for I, you guys, you guys are going to get a lot more if I keep my notes. So to help segue us into homework, yeah. uh, this week we're doing a special assignment, one special. that we haven't done before. It's a role-playing assignment where we are assuming the role of a person in history and then reporting back... Much like you would have done in, I would hope, no later than middle school. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would assume so. <laughs> I don't think I even did this in middle school. Yeah, but, but uh, exactly. This is very much like an elementary school walk around table yeah. kind of thing. So uh, Dalton's going to be playing the role of Amelia Earhart, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be playing Susan B. Anthony, uh, two great women historical figures. Two great women. Completely unintentional, independent of one another. We came up with this kind of theme. Yeah. Look at that. So I guess what we'll do is for each of our assignments, for effectively, Dalton will not be here, or I won't be here, and in their place will be one of these great women from history. Yes. So, I guess I'll flip it to you, Dom. You want to go first or second? I'm going to go second and see what you do. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to, I'm going to be, Amelia's only going to be talking mm-hmm. from birth to her first transatlantic flight. Gotcha. Because soon after that, she disappeared. Yeah, that's true. We don't have and a that's lot a of, whole new podcast. A whole lot of postscript on Amelia. We'll, yeah, we're doing a five episode series on Amelia <laughs> next week. So I guess, um, well, Don, I guess I'm going to leave now. See you, man. See you later. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Hi. Is this homework with friends? This is homework with friends. Well, great, Dalton. Right? Yes. Well, hi there. I am. Is this is sitting right here good? Sitting there's good. Okay. Oh, I love your kitchen. No. Are you? That's shocking. The decorations are great. Yes. Um, I might be able to help you knock out some dishes later if you want. Uh, we got uh, sinks broken. But that's because it's my choice, not because I feel like it's my place to do. I just want to help out a friend. Uh, yeah, I love the stockings up there. Where's uh, Where's Logan at? Oh, he he left. Oh, okay. We only have two mics, so we can only do. That's true. Well, yeah. I appreciate you making some space for me. Are you here. not blown away by any of the things you're seeing in this apartment? Uh, I about I expected to see a TV. You get TVs? Yeah. What's that? That kind of TV? Well, that's um. Okay, actually, break it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I recognize the Nintendo Switch in the corner. Oh yeah, they, they did. You did. You were an ad. We had those back. Player. Well, they used to when you were a kid growing up. They said, "I." When you got in trouble, they said, "Go outside and you're gonna fix your own Nintendo Switch." <laughs> and we're gonna have you come back in and hit you with it. Times wow. were different back then. Things I recognize are, the pumpkin. Things are starting to make sense. That's Chris Kringle. That is Chris Kringle. And I love these electric lanterns you guys have had. They just started get, becoming popular right when I croaked. Right, you right when I croaked. Died. Uh, right when I died. Alright, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Need, your I, need I say more? I'm Susan B. <laughs> you should say more. Oh, say, okay, do say more. Do well, say more. I uh, was a pioneer for women's rights, and a lot of people remember me just for women's rights, but one thing I'd like to tell you, I was more for just equal rights. Equal rights for all. One of my first things I did out there in the world was I was gathering petitions to end slavery. Oh, I did. I knew knew about that. Oh, well, what else you want to know? Give me some more. Where where were you born? Your background in your life? Massachusetts. Okay, I like Massachusetts. Yeah, That's a we, cool place. Uh, Massachusetts, February fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. <laughs> what about Cambridge? Not two thousand eighteen, eighteen twenty. Yeah. No, not Cambridge. It's a little town known as Adams. Adams. Yeah. Is it named after John Adams or something? You know, I'd be surprised. He was just recently in office, but maybe. Yeah. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been the Adams family. Could. Could have been the Adams family. We love the Adams family. <laughs> you watch that on your TV all the time. <laughs> Oh, heaven's great for TV. Yeah, I don't doubt it. You guys got all the amenities up there. Yeah. Um, and you did go to heaven. Yes. It's great to hear. You deserved it. Yeah, well, I don't, they don't call it heaven up there. What do they call it? Cloud Place. Cloud Place. Mm-hmm. Bit of a ripoff of The Good Place. I know. <laughs> you guys watch that a lot up there? <laughs> Just a lot of clouds. But, um, I don't, oh, sorry, what am I doing with it? What is this, by the way, in my hand? Oh, I, I have no idea. You brought that. Oh, it it has an apple with a bite out of it on it. <laughs> And it's, it seems to be made of electricity. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, it's little... an iPad. I'm stupid. It had a case on it. I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> the got, case really threw me we off. We got iPads in Cloud Zone. All right. Dalton, right? Yes. I can joke all day. I'm Susan B. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Notorious joke. <laughs> I know. Woo-hoo. But let me get down. So you want to know a little bit about my life story? Yeah. I'd love all to. right. So I was born in 1820. 1820. Dad's name, Dan. Mom's name is Lucy. Uh. They... <laughs> Dan and Lucy. Dan and Lucy. I had six brothers and sisters. Damn, that's a lot. I know. 
and we we got out of Adams pretty quick. We moved to upstate New York, uh, and my dad was a little bit of a farmer. Bumps up a little cotton farm. Yeah. So yeah, he operated that. We were Quakers growing up. So uh, I used to I used to speak kind of silly. I used to say the a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Say you be like. Can the come over here? Used to say that. Yeah, you, you figured it out. It was tough for Dayton, you know. Yeah, I don't doubt be it. Like, the want a piece of this? <laughs> Being a Quaker is tough. Yeah, that's uh, a that's a strict religion. Yeah, I know. So, uh, but that said, my parents, uh, being Quakers, were pretty mm-hmm. reformed Quakers. Reformed they weren't Quakers. Weren't super hardcore. Um, but a part of it was, you know, no big part of it was what temperance. Temperance. Yeah, I hate the booze. You hate the booze. I hate drinking. Ew. You, um, talking to the wrong guys here. I, I've heard you guys are a bit lush. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, but my dad was, uh, very temperate. Yeah. Um, that was one of the first things that we sort of campaigned around that in, uh, anti-slavery. You guys bonded over that. Pieces. Yeah, me and my dad were real tight on the whole not drinking thing. Big, no slavery, big, no drinking. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, I went to a Quaker school for a little bit mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania, so Ooh, the far west. Quaker As far as we knew world. at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately, the, we ended up hitting what's known, do you remember the, the Great Panic? The Great Panic. Yeah, of the 1930s. No, tell me about it. There was an economic crisis, similar to what I hear the 2008 recession was like. Okay. Where people just started panicking with their funds. The economy got all out of whack. Yeah. And uh, so they pulled me on out of school. Pulled you right on out? Pulled me out of school. Wow. Yeah, so no more Quaker Academy for me. No more Quaker Academy. Um, And then we went ahead and... What did I do next? Dang it, Susan B. Oh, you know what my the B comes from in my name? Brownwell. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up a little bit about you, Susan. Well, you know where it comes from, though? No, I don't. My auntie. Your auntie? Yeah, I didn't have a middle name. Her bro- her name was Brownwell Anthony? Yeah, well, no, so her middle, her last, her last, new last name was Brownwell, and yeah. middle names were getting real popular in the early 1800s, so me and all my sisters ended up taking middle names, so I took her 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 last name. Middle names were not a thing. Until not the a thing. They were all the rage, though. They are in fashion. Maybe I'm an idiot for this, but that's news to me. I know. It was pretty wild, um, but that's why they call me Susan B. So <laughs> there's a there's a famous uh there's another famous woman these days named Cardi B. You guys think you're related? Do you think she got it from me? You think it's Cardi Brownwell? Cardi B Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I hear her music. I feel bad if she was recently divorced, which I'm assuming she is. Yes. Oh, I would oh. assume that she is. I went on uh Yahoo but, News before I came here. Uh but how do you feel about her music? Would you say that you like it? Um I like it like that, oh baby. Um, <laughs> wow, you really dove into pop culture up in that. Just that song. up in the cloud place. Just that song. <laughs> that's the only one we really listened to. We got it years before you guys did. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we can predict that kind of stuff. Uh, that and Pitbull. You guys, that's what you got. A lot of Pitbull, but you got it in like the eighties. Yeah, so so much Pitbull. When you guys are dancing, I'm like, you guys are stuck in the past. So. <laughs> So, <laughs> ah, sorry, I just tickled myself. I was thinking of some funny jokes from the 1800s. Okay, you you want to tell them? Uh, no, you wouldn't get them. So, <laughs> so after I came back from those cool, me and my parents moved again. Where did you move to? Uh, my dad bought a new farm. I think got a new farm. You think you got a yeah, new farm? I think so. Okay. <laughs> um. Whatever this, this iPad's unclear. Okay, it's, I lost yeah. a lot of memory. Um, I'm an old, I'm an older person. Okay, mm-hmm. give me a break. Um, so okay, yeah. So we moved there. It was around Rochester areas. I think Seneca Falls, mm-hmm. New York. Moved around so much, it's really hard to keep straight in the old noggin. Um, but that's when we really started uh, diving into some more activism. Yeah. So we had uh, we joined a group of reformed Quakers called the Congregational Friends. And we would host speakers to come into town. Oh. Yeah, we were real anti-slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, and guess who came by? Who? Frederick Douglass. I heard you were friends with Frederick Douglass. Lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. Yeah, so me and him were tight. Um, in 1846, uh, so I was 26 at this point. I stuck around the fam quite a bit. That's how old I am. I, oh, boy. Oh, thank you, Susie. You got it. I'm 26. Susan, I've done please, just actually. about nothing. Hey, I really wasn't doing that much up to that point besides, you know, collecting thousands of signatures and slavery. So 
Uh, I guess we're on the same page. Yeah, you you, you catch up. So <laughs> I'll start to speed through a little bit of stuff here. Um, so went ahead and I started being a headmistress at a school for a little okay. bit. Moved out, kind of got a job. Parents said, get on out of here, Susan. Get a job. Uh, school shut down. School shut down. And now I think of it, that might have been the reason. That might have been the great panic. No, different time. Um, jumbled up in the head. So then I came on back home. I worked the operations at the farm for a couple years. Yeah. And I said, Mom, Dad, I love you to death. I got to go be an activist. You got to go be an activist. Yeah. yeah. So around the 18th. How did they feel about it? They were cool with it. They were cool with it. That's great. Pops was an activist. Moms was an activist. Hey. Um, no one was asking me to go date anybody, so yeah. I was I was pleased. Support from your parents is all you need. Oh, they're lovely, lovely people, Lucy and Dan. Lucy and Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what Dad's name was. <laughs> uh, so we went ahead, uh, or I went ahead and started um, speaking at different conventions. I'd been doing it for years up until mm-hmm. this point, um, but every time I'd speak at one of these conventions or conferences. Uh, be it for the teachers of the world, be it for um, the, what you call it, oh my god, the temperance committees, Yeah, all these people, they'd always say, shut up, Susan. There you know some, why? Why? Because I was a woman. Oh, people were like that back then. It was garbage. Quite, quite literal garbage. So if I had to break down the things I was most into, I was into women's rights, I was into temperance, and mm-hmm. I was into abolishing slavery. Those okay. Are three, those are two great things. One I'm not on board with. What the temperance piece? Yeah. Let me break down why I was I was pro temperance. Tell me why. So back in the day, that ties more into women's rights than anything. Mm-hmm. The man had full control of the pocketbook. He did. So he made the money, brought it home, and a woman would be under his thumb the whole time. Yeah. So if that guy so happened to be an awful drunk, the woman had no power, and more often than not, you drink a little bit, you drink a lot. Yes. So back then, it was a public safety concern I, I i i don't doubt it so that's more why i was into it are um, you a little bit more leaning on it nowadays yeah or? i'll try this what is this called milwaukee's best ice yes give that a swig see how you feel about that Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. wait <laughs> is that your first sip of beer ever oh golly i think so how'd you feel about it um not for me i'm gonna stay temperate <laughs> come on you can't make a mockery of me <laughs> glad to hear it glad Don't to hear it tempt me with your charming wiles never change your ways thank you um so oh i met my best friend around this time okay yeah elizabeth caddy <laughs> what's her last name again <laughs> it's okay I, we get it susan susan you're you've had some years on you it's a liz it, uh, Oh, Stanton. How foolish of me. Elizabeth Stanton. Yeah, I called her Mrs. Stanton. You've had a long life lived. You had a lot of names to remember. Thank you. Um. (laughs) Elizabeth uh, Katie Stanton. So when I started being an activist full time, I juggled my attentions in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, The main way I paid the bills was going around speaking and collecting the fees for my speaking engagements. Yes. Uh, I would do sometimes as much as like 100 Mm -hmm. a year in all types of places. Mainly universities, but... That's a lot of travel. I know. I'd speak at taverns. You know, travel was rough, too, back then. Sometimes mm-hmm. the trains would crash down. Yeah. One time I had to survive just eating fish skins. Oh, how was it? And crackers. Bad. Sucked. We take the skins off the fish now. What? Yeah. What part What part do you eat? The, the meat part. Uh-huh. And they take the bones out. Uh, now you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to stick around here too long. I'm going back up to class. You're getting now. no skin and no bones? Ugh, sign me you, out. You want just that mush part? That's one petition I'm not signing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I found my fourth cause to start fighting for. More fish skins. More fish skins and bones. So, let me tell you a couple of tricky things people kind of get wrong about me sometimes. Okay, Once again, like I said before, people say the women's rights thing. Of course. All women's rights, uh, primarily women's right to vote, to have a voice, mm-hmm. was a big piece. I'll, I'll kind of end with that. Okay. Um, but like I said before, equal rights were equally important to me. So a big thing that came up, and I ended up having to split ways with some of the bigger uh, women's rights activist movements, was post-Civil War, uh, when slavery was abolished, um, there was a lot of talk about only giving rights to black men. Oof. And not black women as well. Yeah. And then there was even some women's groups who were saying, well, 
how are we going to give black men rights before we give women rights, white women rights? And then I had to go, you guys are crazy. What about every? What We're about, on the same team. How about we all get them? Everybody wants rights. Yeah. Okay. So that's really where I stood my ground on. And I mm. really ruffled a few feathers doing that. But I don't doubt it. Hey, rare, uh, well-behaved women rarely make history. Oh, is that you? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a tattoo of it. You want to see? Yeah. You got that in the cloud place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It changes every once in a while. Sometimes it's a, um, a tiger. Tiger? Yeah, but then it turns into the quote. Okay. They got good ink up there. They got some good ink. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so that's just a little nuance I wanted to point out. I thought it was mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Some people don't know. You want to cut? Oh, I want to mention real quick. Okay. Me and uh, Mrs. Stanton, Elizabeth, yeah. we all started a newspaper. Ooh. Yeah. What was 1968. It was called The Revolution, I think. <laughs> Um, yep, it was called Revolution. Revolution, yeah. <laughs> Fuzzy up here. Um, it was Revolution. It spoke specifically on women's rights issues. Mm-hmm. Um, we would announce things like new committees forming up. Yeah. Um, a lot of stuff was done city by city back then. We didn't uh-huh. have this, what you call it, the worldwide spider webs. That's what we call it. Yeah. We didn't have a giant spider connecting everybody back <laughs> then. So we had the newspaper, the printed paper. That only ran for a few years. Then we sold it off, but it was a good voice while we had it. It was kind of like a zine. The zine. Modern was, day zine. It was our hip zine at the time. Hey, that's awesome. Um, but then, the big thing I did. What'd you do? I voted. You voted? Yeah. 1972, I voted. Yeah. Um, what happened after that? I got in trouble. Yeah? How much well, How much trouble? They put me up in uh, the old prison. Yeah? And then they put me on trial. They charged you some money? Yeah, it was called the U.S. versus Susan B. Anthony. Whoa. Yeah. The whole United States against yeah. you. And from what I'm told, I kind of blacked out during it. Mm-hmm. During the trial when they asked me if I thought what I did was wrong, apparently I gave one of the best women's rights speech in history. Uh, You don't remember it, though? I don't remember a single word. Well. <laughs> wow. I know. I'd have to read it to you, but it was pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I got fined a hundred bucks. Hundred dollars. I saw that. Yeah. That's and guess crazy. what? What? I haven't paid a fucking dime of it. Not even not even a little bit. No. You still holding out? Think you'll ever pay it? Mm, it's that's it, it's up to like a million now. Did it go into collection? Yeah, I'm like my credit is horrible. <laughs> that's another reason I can't stay here very long. I'm in trouble. <laughs> they're, they're coming for you. Yeah. But I, I was more or less it was more of a symbolic now do you remember how you get how you voted how you snuck in there and voted um i just walked on in walked on in yeah right i think so (laughs) so what i did and i I noticed you said 1972 did you mean 1872 probably (laughs) yeah i probably did (laughs) all right hey but speaking of the 1970s you know what happened in 1979 what this gal got put on money. You got put on money. You got yeah. a little silver dollar. I'm the first woman to ever be put on money. Hey, that's quite a um, feat. U.S. money. I'll never be put on money. Uh, you might be, Dalton. I don't think I will. Just start getting people to sign petitions. You'll be set up. You're right. Um, you got, well, yeah, what other questions you got for me? I got two things. Uh, is it true you learned how to read at the age of three? I did read that somewhere, and okay. I read it when I was three. So, yeah, I did. Perfect. And then it just it close this out with... Uh, I, I, I saw that you, you earned $2.50 per week as a teacher while men were earning $10. Yeah. What do you have to say to the women out there who are still fighting to get equal wages? Okay, so that's the thing. I was pissed back then. Yes. And you were very mad. This was a long time well, ago. Well, that was when I ta- spoke at the teachers' conventions. And they yes. wouldn't let me speak because I was a woman. They spent the whole time talking about whether or not women could speak or not. And we wasted all the time. Yeah. Here's what I was upset about. Okay. Is and I wasn't even thinking about voting yet. I mm-hmm. was just thinking about getting that money. Mm-hmm. And um, to the women out there who are fighting these uh, the equity of finances, I say fight for what you're worth. Yeah, that's great advice. I think I should probably leave it at that. Leave it at that. Yeah, I don't want to speak too much. On it? On it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I feel like you as Susan B. Anthony should 
Yeah. Should know what this is like. But, you know, I don't know what Logan would think about all this. He might not want to put words in a historical figure's mouth by accident. But that's just me knowing Logan. I think Logan. that's a great idea, Susan B. I listen to the pod a lot. I don't believe you. I do. <laughs> so your things are, how how early did you get this pod? Huh? How early did you get this pod? We got it about about eight or nine years ago. Okay. How we long got, does it run for? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit i'm just happy to be a part of one of the final episodes <laughs> i'm just gonna say you can tell effort goes up and down <laughs> um but hey i'm susan b i hope this was informative uh i know i forget some years and i know i forget some major milestones we, we get it we understand and i only had so much time so i don't want to boil everything down and i'm uh-huh. sure if logan were here to talk he'd say uh, we were, you know, it, it, it was a ton of time to memorize all this stuff, you know? There's not. No, it's not a lot of time to remember. So I uh, hope I hit the major points for you. I'm going to have to go back up to Ghost World. Oh, well, you know what? Watch out for those debt collectors on the way. Yes, please. Yeah. I Thank get you away from for them. everything you did. Hey, no problem. And thanks for coming in. Hey, I'm going to go go ahead and leave now. Okay, see you. Hey, get out and vote. <laughs> Hey, hey, what's up, man? Oh, did I miss anybody? No, no. You were in the bathroom for a while. I ran past all these really angry debt collectors <laughs> on the way. About 41 minutes in that restroom. Wow, okay. Well, here we are. We're back yeah, at it. back at it. I have to go to the bathroom now, though. Oh, okay. All right, get him. All right. Well, I'll see. I got to check my phone anyway. Whoa, whoa, what is going on? Hello. Who, uh, ma'am, what are you doing in my apartment? Oh, I just, um, I heard you guys were doing interviews on, uh, on some important people. I thought maybe I'd stop by. And you are? Oh, you don't know me. I just assumed because I flew into your apartment perfectly that you would know that I'm Amelia Earhart. I thought you were Captain Marvel. Oh, I am not Brie Larson. Oh, well, could have fooled me. We do look shockingly similar. Very similar. It's uncanny from <laughs> it's what I can tell right now. Quite crazy. Wait, no, Amelia. Amelia. Yes. You're supposed to be flying. I'm. Sp- you think I'm flying still? You think I've been flying this whole time? Uh, where have you been? Oh, I. We're not going to get into that. Oh, okay. Um, but I, th- <laughs> I thought maybe I'd swing by. I haven't done an interview since uh, since I left. Well, you're really kind of shoehorning this interview in. I I don't know if I have. I mean, my Co-host is about to be back. No, it's okay. We don't have to wait for him. Would you say we probably have about 17 to 20 minutes? 17 to 20. <laughs> and here's the thing. I do these little interviews. Sure. So that way, when you guys come out and be like, we had Amelia Earhart on, she's still alive, no one's going to believe you. Mm. But I still get to put my story out there, you know? Okay. Why have I drink uh, this Milwaukee's Best Ice? I, I just don't really care. Would you like a sip? Sure we don't. Oh, okay. Well. Can't fly, and, can't fly and drink. I'm sure maybe other female historical figures would have taken a sip and given their um, thoughts. But anyway. I, no, sorry. Tell me about you. Um, tell you about me. Yeah. That's oh, this I'm feels like for. a weird uh, online date now. Uh, don't don't go that far. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I'm married. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about you, okay. actually. Now that I think about it, I know you were the first woman to fly. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Okay, yeah, we'll break it down, Amelia. I'm uh, sorry. Okay. So, I was born in Atkinson, Kansas. Uh, my name is Amelia Marie Earhart. Ooh. Uh, and I was born on July 24th, 1897. Pretty close to somebody else's birthday in this room. You talking about me, Amelia? Talking about you. You did your homework. I did your homework on oh, you. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my parents were named Edward Stanton Earhart and Amelia Amy Otis Earhart. Okay. Same name as my mom. Uh, Otis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Amelia, you know. <laughs> uh, I have a little sister. Her name is Grace. Mm-hmm. She's delightful. Oh. We were great friends. Our whole lives, we would we'd go on adventures together. Uh, I, w- I would say my family would describe me as a natural leader. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I would always, I was always in charge of me and Grace playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a bit of a tomboy. Oh, we would wear uh, we would wear pants and bloomers more often than dresses. Good. Yes, and we just didn't like those dresses. You couldn't do a lot in them. Mm-hmm. Like the freedom of the bloomers. You like to run around. <laughs> you know, you like the bloomers. Like the bloomers. Where can you get a good pair of bloomers anymore? Uh, I would say JCPenney. 
Oh, yeah, I'll check it out later. Check it out. Sure. I go to J- that's only where I show. Amelia Earhart loves JC Penny. Amelia Earhart loves JC Penny. Good to know. Uh, my daddy, sure, my old pa, Edward Stanton Earhart, was a lawyer, and he was a bit of an alcoholic. Oh no, he's a he he took to the drink. Oh wow, yeah. If only there was a woman who fought for temperance in those times, but uh, never heard of one. <laughs> <laughs> you might know this one. Uh, so around 1907. Me and my family moved to Des Moines, and that's when I first saw a plane. Hmm. I was blown away. Seeing it soaring through the air, I thought, boy, oh boy, that's pretty cool. What year is this again? 1907. When would they make planes? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're blowing my mind, Amelia. <laughs> uh, no, 1899 they made those planes, right? Yeah, it might not have been a great plane. Oh. You like the Wright Brothers? Uh, Yeah, they're fine. Oh, whatever. I mean, they're, I mean, they could probably could have done it better, but. Oh, cool. Thanks. Uh, and then we, my family moved around a lot on account uh-huh. of my my pa's drinking. Uh, he Did would you... lo- he would lose jobs a lot, and you know, uh, we, a lot of bouncing around. He was he, a sad drunk lawyer. Yeah, he 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 was a lawyer, and he was very well respected. And then things took a turn for a long time. Drats. A lot of moving around. So around 1913, we uh, we were in St. Paul, Minnesota, and then we decided we're leaving pa. He's doing he's doing too much drinking. He's losing his job and we can't do it anymore. So my mom grabbed us up and we headed out to Chicago. Whoa. Where we're at right now. Is that why you're here? Yeah, it is. It's like a little homecoming you're for checking me. Out, you're hanging out with your mom? Nothing's changed at all. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks sure. exactly the same. Yeah. Uh you might not have known I graduated from high school not too far away from here. In this neighborhood? In Chicago. Oh. I graduated from Hyde Park High School. Oh, yeah. That's not far away at all. In 1916. Wow. Uh, you might also not know that I, before that, I attended six other high schools before I graduated. Were you always getting kicked out for fighting? No, we moved. We moved oh, it was so a much. moving part. It was a moving part, yeah. Sorry, Amelia. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're, why you're not paying attention. I'm paying attention. <laughs> Talking right at your face. <laughs> um, I'm a big, I love, I'm a big supporter of women's rights. Good. Uh, yeah. I heard you guys had Susan B. on here. Yeah, I just missed her, but I love her. She's great. Uh, yeah. I kept a scrapbook of all the uh, all my favorite famous women. Uh huh. And uh, she was up there. She was one of them. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, she I was also, cool. I did ho- some homework on her. One of my biggest idols was uh, Mabel Walker Wildebrand, the Assistant U.S. Attorney General. Whoa, loved her all the way back then. All the way back then. Damn. Yes. So, uh, and then my high school yearbook. I said, you, you, you want to know what my quote was? What was that? Later boners. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, what I'm you, just what kidding. Was it? It was, Did you have one? It was this the girl who walks alone? Oh, mm-hmm. you're kind. You were kind of moody. A super moody. That's emo, man. That's moody. what we would call it nowadays. Yeah. And then, uh, so you know, I was in Chicago. Uh huh. Around Christmas 1917, I went to visit my sister in Toronto. Oh, yes. A whole different country. A whole different country. And uh, it was there that I, I started seeing all the World War II vets coming back, uh, and it, it really shocked me. All the all the poor men who were injured and had amputated limbs. And You're talking World War Two or World War One? World, World War One. Okay. Bad. Sorry. Yeah. I watched the I watched the other one happen too. Oh oh wow! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, and that's where I decided. You know what? I'm a pacifist. Good. I don't believe in war. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. People are dying all over. Lay your musket down. Hated it, so I uh, I left the I left the school I was at, and I said, you know what? I'm going to Toronto, and I'm gonna learn how to be a doctor. I'm gonna help these soldiers. Good. Um, but in that time, I became pretty fascinated by the Air Force pilots that would come in, and uh, and just uh, started walking around the air bases and and talking to them about flying, and uh, and um, yeah, it was great. I loved it. And so got, you, you learn about you learn like about flying. From yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Became very fascinated by it, um, and I would walk around. I would absorb as much knowledge as I could from the officers and uh, and the pilots, and I would ask them questions about the planes and figure out stuff about flying. And so, uh, in, in around 1920, I was in Columbia for medical school because I was going to be a doctor. And I said, you know what, I'm leaving, and I went to L.A. <gasps> Be an actress. Wait, really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I went to L.A. with my parents. They were back together at the time. Uh, uh, and it was there was that he I... Was better? What? Do you know if he was better? It wasn't better. Oh, well. It, it didn't last, I'll tell you that. Okay, I'm, well, uh, I'm glad to hear. 
So I went to an air show and convinced old Frank Hawks to take me up in a plane. Look at that. Yeah. Was he a pilot? Yes, he was. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know who Frank Hawks is. I, well, he was... <laughs> He's a pilot. Okay. <laughs> I'd be scared if he wasn't. <laughs> and I loved it. It was wonderful. I got a real thrill for it. I called it a little joy hop. Joy hop. Joy hop. Joy hop. So that time, flying lessons were pretty expensive. They were a dollar a minute. I know that doesn't sound like a lot to you now. Yeah. That's a lot for us. Sure. So I worked in a phone bank around there and started paying for myself to go to, to become a pilot. Look at that. Yeah. Because everybody um, has to work in a phone bank in their 20s at some point. Right? That's, a, that's all the jobs now I hear. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. I wasn't going to take pilot lessons from anybody. I was going to select a woman. Oh. So I wanted to be taught by a woman pilot. And so I, I started taking lessons from Anita Snow. Uh, we called her Netta. Mm-hmm. She was just delightful. And we became great friends. We would go on double dates a lot. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> although I was a woman, we still are expected to dress like men. So we'd wear the traditional leather jacket, the goggles, and the horse riding breeches. So you had no problem with that, I'm sure. Not a not a single problem with it. I loved it. That's awesome. Because I wore those pants all the time. Uh, on my twenty first or twenty fifth birthday on July twenty fourth, nineteen twenty two. Yeah. I uh, purchased my first airplane. <gasps> uh, it was called. You the... didn't buy an airplane then? Yeah. Oh my god, I don't own anything. You want to know what the crazy thing is? Airplane, two thousand dollars. <laughs> Amelia, <laughs> two thousand. That's expensive. That's expensive. But also, I heard like you can get like only like a, a nineteen ninety nine SUV for that now. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> that barely takes you from city to city. Oh boy, Amelia, Amelia, you had you were living the dream back then. Living the dream. Uh, it was a Kenner Airster, and I named it the Kenner Canary because I painted it yellow. Oh my God, you are living a charming life right now. <laughs> so goddamn delightful. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, and then May fifteenth, nineteen twenty three, I received my pilot's license. I was only the sixteenth woman to do so. Wow. Yeah. Uh. I believe that, uh, so uh, around this time, people were expecting me to get married. Yeah. But here's the thing. I believe that women shouldn't be domestic robots. Hey. I thought they needed to make their own path. Hey, a little bird told me your idol Susan B. thought the same thing. Well, I wouldn't say idol, but uh, one of them. One of them. Cool, cool, cool. You're right. We established that Mabes. Yeah, you're right. Mabel was my idol. Mabes. Um, So spring of 1924, I moved to Boston, rejoined Columbia, but then I bailed again, you know? I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I kept doing the medical school thing. I was born to be a pilot. But uh, it took some time, and I, I taught English for a while uh, to um, immigrant children. Yeah. And uh, that was that was wonderful. Oh. Love being around the kids. Look at you. They were wonderful. So happy. So joyous. <laughs> Love Amelia, teaching English. You just a saint. Thank you. Uh, and then 1928, at, uh, at the Denison House... I was I was working and I received a call from Captain Hilton H. Day or Hilton H. Ray, and uh, he was searching for the first woman to cross the Atlantic. Yeah, and it, to who's is going to be you? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. This sure. is this is my first uh, uh, transatlantic flight, but I wasn't piloting, so yeah. I was just a passenger, and I was paid by. Um, Lindbergh? No. <laughs> I was paid by somebody. Yeah, fuzzy memories. I was paid by somebody. <laughs> Some an, an older an older woman uh-huh. uh, to document the whole trip. So I was I was riding along, but you know what? I didn't love it. I didn't get to pilot at all. I just I just rode along and wrote about it. I felt yeah. like a sack of potatoes. Well, you're kind of just sitting up there and you're just looking at the ocean go by at that point. Yeah, yeah. At the, I mean, it's just what you guys do all the time now. I, I'm assuming. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but after that, I, I became pretty famous after that. And uh, I would wear my pilot's uniform out and about, and people started calling me Lady Lindy. You want to know why? Lindbergh? Yeah, I, 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 was, I had a striking resemblance to Charles Lindbergh. Yeah, that's kind of bullshit, though. People should it just call you Amelia Earhart. It is bullshit. I didn't. That's a way cooler name. I didn't love it. Yeah. I actually kind of hated it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, 
people keep keep doing it. Fame's fame. Fame is fame. Can't really pick. So uh, I was the first woman to make a solo trip around the U.S. in 1928. Nice. Uh, that was pretty great. And hey, then pretty famous for that one. I was very famous for that one. Don't sell me short <laughs> for <time>. that one. <laughs> like the new uh, speech pattern you have. And then as shortly after that, I, I me and some pals formed the 99s. Whoa. Uh, it's a women's pilot group named after the number of its original charter members. There's 99? 99. And guess what? It's still a thing today. That's cool as shit. Thank you. We don't, I mean, we don't play games to lose them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and then, guess what happened? Hmm. You know what happened? I met a, I met a guy. Don't. I met a guy. What? Yeah? I met a guy. That's so good. I'm happy for you, Amelia. His name is George Palmer Putnam. He was my manager, publicist, and promoter, and he was, he was a, he's a great writer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Saturday, February 7th, 1931, we got married. Woohoo! We had a five-minute ceremony. I wish I could have been there. Here's the thing. I'm not super into the whole, into the, the traditions. I wore my wedding band for the, for the ceremony and never took it off again. Ah. Uh. Or never wore it again. I mean, sorry. Oh, really? Yeah. Wore it for the ceremony, never wore it again. Dang. Uh, and we had a we had a great relationship uh, based on on work and equity, all the way through. On work and equity. Yeah. So it was just it was based on a, a building something together, and uh, and equality what about between the, the two. What about the love. It was. It, it was oh, it was loving. loving. Okay. Was you loving. made it sound like it was a business transaction to me. Now yeah. let's get back to the big stuff. Okay. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Spring 1932. Okay. Uh, it's my first my first Atlantic hop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I was flying a red Lakeed Vega, took off from Harbor Grove, Newfoundland on May 20th, 1932, pretty early in the morning. Yeah. And landed in Cullimore, North Ireland. Uh, I was 34 years old. I carried a copy of the Harbor Gray's newspaper to confirm the date. Uh, the flight took 14 hours and 54 minutes. Dang. Uh, yeah, I wanted to go all the way to Paris, uh, to, to, to replicate, uh, or to, to mimic Charles Lindsbergh's yeah. flight. But, uh, here's the thing. Got hit with some bad weather. Uh, the whole, the whole flight, uh, the, the weather, the weather got so bad that I would have to fly up over the, over the clouds to, to fight it. And then my, my plane would start to freeze and I have to dive back down until it melted again into the weather and fly back up. That's terrifying. Very man. terrifying. Oh my God. It was rough. I can't um, even imagine. And I, a lot of people have tried this before, and fourteen people had died attempting this flight. Jesus, Amelia. fourteen! I did it without. I did it without hesitation. I was ready to rock and roll. Oh boy, you scare me sometimes. Uh, during the crossing, I I, I packed some some water, mm-hmm. uh, and I had a sandwich that I never touched, but I I drank a, <laughs> a can of tomato juice through a straw. <laughs> cool. What do you do? You not want to know about this? What do you like? What do you want from me? Okay. Why didn't you eat your sandwich? I was sorry. I was trying not to crash this plane. Because not everybody's so badass. Some people <laughs> eat your sandwich. <laughs> I was only fourteen hours. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> you, can, you can't go fourteen hours without eating a sandwich. You fast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, what happened next? Uh, after that, got home. Even more famous. Yeah, I I'm received sure. a whole bunch of awards. Uh, so I received the flying cross from the from Congress. I received the cross of the Knight of the Legion of Honor from the French government. Whoa! And the gold medal of the National Geographic Society from President Hoover, Herbert Hoover. That's very cool. Thank you. Uh, so that's about it. That's a, that's 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 a, that's my story. Uh huh. And um, I was I was glad to tell you. If you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Well, what about the big one? What? Do you- um, that didn't you have a flight? Yeah, I said I wasn't going to talk about that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Amelia. <laughs> what do you want to know? How old were you? When? When that one happened. I was 41. Okay. No, I was 39. Oh, okay. That's it. That's all I, I was okay. curious about that. I was 39. Uh, hey, whoa, looks like we might have hit 20 minutes. Okay. Um, I guess if you have any advice, and I don't know, hopefully Dalton asked a question like this to Susan B. when she was here, but mm-hmm. what, what kind of advice would you give to 
a woman who feels like she might be uh, held back by expectations of society. You want here's here's something I always said that I'd like to leave this 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 interview with. Yeah. To all the to all the gals out there, to to just about everybody out there, uh, the most effective way to do it is to do it. Whoa. And on that note, I think I'm gonna head out. I'll catch you later, Amelia. I, I wish I could say it was great, but yeah, it was just fine. Yeah, I'm sure it was just fine. <laughs> I had a great time. All right. All right. Are you going? Oh, look at it. She's flying away. Wow. Oh, boy. That was crazy. What's up, man? Whoa. Hey, were you in the bathroom that whole time? Oh, yeah. I was taking a, taking a big poo. Oh, my God. Ran out of toilet paper. That is. Had to drop a couple socks. Well, I... tried to flush them. Didn't work out. Is it backed up? It's backed up. Oh, boy. Well, we should probably end this podcast pretty soon. We gotta get this podcast done. You missed Amelia. Amelia who? Earhart. What? Yeah. How did she get here? She flew. <laughs> Into the apartment? She's still been flying around this whole time. How did she... We live in a basement. I don't know. She's really good. Wow. Yeah, so you missed that. I learned a lot about her. Huh? Well, that's pretty crazy, man. Uh, Well, shoot. Okay, so you talked to Susan B. I talked to Susan B. And then I talked to Amelia Earhart. You did? So, I guess we can just both talk out loud about how good our discussions were. Okay. So, if I were to give my discussion with Amelia Earhart, like, let's say a grade? Yeah. You know, it's probably got to be better than your discussion with Susan B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, can, we can figure that out. Yeah. I'm sure we can figure it out. Yeah. But, um, you know, off the cuff... Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking I might know yeah. where to pick a you know ahead of the class for this one. Susan B was funny. Susan B was funny. <laughs> I'm sure I, I'll have to listen to it back. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and, and you know confirm or deny. We might just go ahead and forego grades. Let's forego them. And I'm gonna go ahead and call it. I think you might be ahead of the class. Thank you. Yeah, I would have given you a solid B, a lower B. Lower B would have been appropriate. Yeah. I'm going to give you, I'd probably give you like a 93, 94. Thank you. That's yeah. one of the highest grades I've had in a while. If you're off book, definitely higher than that for sure. But I know. I it's think tough. That's a lot to learn. I, okay, we should break character right now. What do you mean? So guys, out there, listening, we weren't really Susan B. and Amelia <laughs> Earhart. We weren't, no. <laughs> I know that you were completely thrown for a but loop. I hope you guys enjoyed that kind of content. I had, yeah. fun, I had a lot more fun. I thought I was going to have fun doing it. I did have a lot more fun. It felt a lot less like just reading information out. Yeah, maybe we'll, was nice. we'll dip back into this. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll swing back around to this type of stuff. Unless you guys hate it, let us know. Yeah, maybe like we, we, we just liked it too much, but it wasn't funny. <laughs> but uh, and just a quick note, because I know we were joking around. Hopefully, we weren't being irreverent at any point. No. These are great historical figures, and they've done a lot to form our country. So we salute both Susan B. Anthony and Amelia Earhart for all that they do. Yeah, it was wonderful to learn about both. It was. Yeah. I know. I wish I had more hard facts for you about Susan B., but you know what? I think it covered most everything. You got a good amount of the it. The big parts. And then I learned yeah. a lot about Amelia Earhart. I'd say yeah. she was probably a little bit more unknown. Here's the thing. I felt I found a hell of a documentary. Did you? I saw yeah. it on the in progress yeah. <laughs> over there. So that's good. Yeah, it, it, here's the thing. Most of the stuff, you when you look up Amelia Earhart, it's all about the disappearance. The, the, the documentary was like halfway through and they were just to the disappearance. So, I mean, that's a, that's a big beefy part of it. I think we hit it's too much to get stuff. into. Yeah. I think there's a movie with Hillary Swank being Amelia Earhart too. Hillary Swank? Yeah. Um, what's her face? Somebody plays Amelia Earhart in one of the Night at the Museum movies. It's uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams, yeah. yeah. So you watched all the Night Museums. Yeah, I, I just watched Night at the Museum. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just to put a bow on this one, I think... It's safe to say Dalton over here is the head of the class. Thank you. Makes me the big old dunce. Uh, we're not doing the music anymore, but uh, here's my own dunce music. I'm a little idiot. Ah, I guess that takes us to homework for next week. Homework for next week. And seamlessly, we're back here with homework. Yeah, for next never week. even took a break. Hey, you know what? Congrats again on being the head of the class. Thank you. Uh, do you want to dole out my dunce punishment or do you want us to go into homework now? Uh, let's do homework. It'll go along with the homework. Gotcha. So, guys, we thought of a really fun way to end season three. Yeah. And it's going to be a little Christmas trifecta challenge. Christmas trifecta challenge. So there's three 
pieces of this challenge, and we're going to bring on mm-hmm. some secret surprise guest judges to help us uh, vote on them. Uh, but Dalton and I are going to participate in a songwriting contest, like a little Christmas jingle. Christmas right? jingle. Christmas jingle. A Christmas poem. Poem. Similar to Twas the Night Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then a Christmas cocktail. So we're going to have three pieces of it. Yes. Uh, it's the best two out of three competition. Mm-hmm. Our judges will hopefully be fair in their proceedings. And yeah. if not, you know. That's their prerogative. Yeah. But that's the idea. That's the idea for next week. So it's going to be a Christmas challenge. We're going to be participating in the same stuff. And uh, we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. You ready for your dunce punishment? I'm scared, but yeah. Okay. So to level the playing field a little bit. Okay. Because I'm sure they're they're fine and level on on two of them. But the the songwriting one is is, is a little unfair. True. It's almost a guaranteed win for you. So your dunce punishment (laughs) is... You're not allowed to use any of the instruments that are currently in your room. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to use an instrument, you might have to pick up something new. Ooh, a new instrument yeah. time. Uh, I guess maracas it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that's Homework with Friends. And uh, can you connect with us? Homeworkwithfriends at gmail.com. At homeworkpod at Twitter. And Lake Street Studios on Instagram. And we love you guys. Peep bio for the merch. Happy holidays. And uh, you know what? As always, do your own. Do your homework, guys. Bye. Bye.